ಸಹನಾ ಸಹನೌನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾಷಾವಹೈ
सुहम भगवान मंत्र देवस्मी न आत्मविद आए हुए सच वेस सो वेल वर्स विद स्क्रिप्चर्स सो नॉलेजेबल मंत्रविद एवस्मी आए नो मंत्र आए नो दी टेक्स्टुअल मीनिंग द ग्रामेटिकल मीनिंग द वर्ड मीनिंग ऑफ द वेदास एंड ऑल द टेक्स्ट Now, Atmavit, but I do not know what those mantras really convey, what the tatpurya is, what the purport is, and that is Atma. The self which is sought to be conveyed by those texts, that I do not know. Shutam here me, Bhagavad Rashevya, and I have heard from great sages like you, Tarti Shogam, Atmavidati, the know of the Atma. Crosses the grief, goes beyond the grief. Soham Bhagava Shuchami, or revered sir, venerable sir, Shuchami. I'm grieving. I'm full of grief. Tamma Bhagavan Shukasi Param Taradaviti. To me who is such, Bhagavan, the venerable sir, may please make me cross this ocean of grief. Make me reach the other shore of this ocean of grief. Tam hova said to Narada, who appealed in this manner, Sanat Kumara said, Yad vekincha etat adhigishtaha. He Narada, whatever you have learned so far, Namayava etat is nothing more than name, nothing more than word. तस्मात् सोहम मंत्रवित कर्मित एवस्मी सो मंत्रवित इस वन मीनिंग वाज नोर ऑफ दिस टेक्स्ट टेक्स्टुअल मीनिंग एंड सो एंड सेकंड इस दैट यू आर कर्मवित बिकॉज़ द वेदास द मंत्रास कन्वे बोथ द कर्मा एस वेल एस आत्मा बोथ द दम द कन्वे so how have you perceived the teaching of the scriptures? So Sayyid Narada says, my conclusion of the purport of the scriptural teaching is that the scriptures teach karma, the ritual, and that's all I know. And karma karyam sarvam vikarahaiti and karma karyam what is the karyam? The phalam. Karmanam karyam. Sadhyam phalam. Vikarahiti. And whatever can be the outcome of karma is always vikara. Therefore, vikarahiti madhyatam. So, maya saram vikarahayava. And therefore, all I am is what? Vikaragneva hasmi. I am the knower of vikara. I am the knower of everything. That is subject to change or modification. That there is a changeless substratum. I have not known that. All I have known is change. Trigunya vishaya vidaha. This trigunya bhavajuna vidas talk about both. Trigunya vishaya. As far as the trigunya, the creation 
in the realm of the three gunas is concerned, that's what also what Vedas teach, and that's karma and the karma phala. The Veda also teach that which transcends the three gunas. That's the Atma that I have not known. So what I have known is within the scope of the three gunas, which is created, which is perishable, which is changing, and that's all I have known. So far, my understanding of the, the life is that, life, the truth is, Changing, modify, modify, subject modification, perishable. Na atmavita, but na atmavita, na atma prakriti sarupa gnihaityartha. But I have not known the atma prakriti sarupa gnihaya. The gnihaya, the knower of the sarupa, the true nature of the atma, that I have not known. <coughs> So, avikāra-atmadu tattvato na jñātaha I have not known the ātmā in the real sense which avikāra hai, changeless. Vikāra-sacha vināśitvena tasya śokahetutvena tan nivartakattvam And vikāra-sacha vināśitvena Whatever is vikāra, whatever is modification is vināśi, is perishable. And tasya shoka hetutvena. It is a vikara, it is that which is perishable, which is what causes shoka or grief. So it is perishable that causes grief. Yad viditam, tan alpam, martyam, dukhatmakam, heyam. Whatever is known. So that viditam also is the same viditam. So whatever is known as an object of knowledge, Whatever can be objectified is alpam, is always tucham, limited in time, place, in attributes. Dukkhatmakam, and therefore it is the cause of all dukkha. Again, it is not the martyam which causes dukkha. But from the Marte, I have the expectation of Amaram. That's the problem. My expectation is because that's what I'm seeking. Basically, what every human, is, human being is seeking is immortality. Knowingly or unknowingly, each one of us seeking immortality. The permanent, the poor and the complete, that's what is the inherent desire in everybody's heart. And so that's what I expect. So that's what I expect this world to provide me. So from the vikara which is vinash or perishable also, my expectation is to achieve the imperishable. It is that expectation which becomes failed, that's what causes grief. So, grief is caused by the disappointment that comes because of the failed expectation. Not that perishable causes grief, but my expectation of the imperishable from the perishable. But why do I expect? Because that's what I want. Only thing that I want in life is the imperishable. That's all I want. The immortal, that's what I want. 
they were, that's what I was looking for. Like Hanumanji looking for his Rama in those uh, pearls, breaks open each pearl, looks for it within, is Rama there, throw away. The Jiva Atma is this, looking for Rama, for the immortal, for the imperishable, in every achievement. So, karma karyam, karmanam karyam, sadhyam phalam. Through karma or through effort or action. So, my interest in action is karmanam karyam phalam. So, karma phalam, the outcome of the karma is my, of my interest. And from there I am seeking immortality. And that naturally I don't get and that's what makes me feel frustrated, unsuccessful, a failure and that's what causes grief. <coughs> Meaning that whatever accomplishments are there, whatever achievements are there, I'm not able to in any way remove their sense of incompleteness regardless of what I achieve. So neither the world can provide me the immortality. Nor my achievements can prove immortality. And therefore, So this very vikara, in a way, becomes the cause of grief. <coughs> but not vikara, as I said, nothing can cause me grief. What causes me grief is the way I relate to things. What is the relation? what I expect from them. And therefore, natannivartakattvam therefore vikara cannot remove the grief. Meaning vikara or modification of the perishable cannot give me what I am seeking the imperishable. And I am giving because I find myself perishable or incomplete. And therefore, the sense of incompleteness that causes the grief cannot be removed by what is incomplete in itself? Atayavoktam acharyavan purusho vedayati Therefore it is said acharyavan When you acharya, then you know the imperishable Because Vedas reveal both Trigunya meaning what? Vedas reveal as far as the word meaning is concerned What is in the realm of Trigunas? As far as what is implied is concerned, they also reveal what transcends the three gunas. So we require Acharya who can help us to transcend these three gunas, to let go of the three gunas, you know. <coughs> so ego and shoes are out. So ego is what the three gunas. So the Acharya helps us to let it go which I am dearly holding on to because I think that is my refuge, that is my protector. So I am holding on, dearly holding on to. And Acharya makes me see how that is futile, how that what you are holding on to is what is causing you all the grief. And so this teacher it is not simply that he unfolds a different meaning, etc. That's all right. What the teacher does is enables me to drop 
This holding on is an emotional problem, not an intellectual problem. So holding on to my ego is an emotional problem. Born of ignorance. The teacher makes me see how that is causing grief. To understand that there is something over and above this ego. That's not the ultimate reality of life. That's not the reality about yourself. Never, but you have to let this go. The snake has to be let go on in order for you to know the rope. <coughs> so that's what Acharya does. The Laksha, Vachya, the Laksha is all but that's what it means, you know, that one has to cross over this simply this intellectual stuff or the emotional problems. <coughs> Never, of course, Vedanta always talks about the logic and Vachyartha and Lakshyartha, etc. and then things that is all done. So, Acharya Upadarshita Nyayahi Lakshanayeva Tattvatahatma Jnanam. So, sometimes in this totally intellectual approach that Vedanta presents or the way Vedanta is presented to us as a purely intellectual thing which is perhaps alright for very, very uh, evolved people who are not holding on to anything. So, supposedly all those emotional problems are solved in what is called antahakana shuddhi. <coughs> so, when you have the shama, dhamma, mind is free from raga, dvesha, etc., then all emotional problems are gone. And this to a person who is free from any emotional problems. Because raga, dvesha are emotional problems, basically. Attachment to something, holding on to something, not letting go, not allowing the other things, all born of, all emotional problems, born of ego. I mean sense of smallness, insecurity. Supposedly, Antahagana Shuddhi means this is all gone. When it's already worked on that, so Vedanta doesn't work on that part. So Vedanta begins from there, but Vedanta is studied by people who have lots of problems anyway, because the Antahagana Shuddhi is not addressed. There is something that fascinates about Vedanta, so we go there. A lot of work that needs to be done has not been done. And very often simply you feel that okay now, because intellectually so appealing that you feel that, that okay it gives you satisfaction. But that thing of also becoming free from these emotional things. <coughs> so Acharya does everything anyway. The reason why one has to go to teacher is there is an individual relationship there. So not only intellectual relationship but an emotional relationship also. Very important. And that's how the Krupa of the Acharya flows. <coughs> and enables this disciple to be able to let go. <coughs> so Tatna Mukhya Vrityayati Meaning that it's not by Mukhya Vritti 
not by the vachyartha not by the literal meaning it is what is thought to be conveyed through those literal meanings <coughs> So, ityadi yato vachu nivartante, meaning that here these words mean the literal meaning, where the words cannot reveal the atma by the vachyartha of literal meaning. <coughs> Therefore, it is acharya supposedly who enables me to be able to see beyond the word meaning as to what the tatparya, the purport of these words is. <coughs> Then says Anandagiri, Matahitava Atma Vidya Bhutiti. Alright. So if you have not known the Atma, it doesn't matter. Matahitava Atma Vidya Bhut. We will not have the knowledge of the self. Idiyashanke, Shyoka Nivritti Upayatvena, Tadapeksham Suchayati. Shoka nivritti upayatvena But the only upayat, the only means of shoka nivritti The freedom from grief is only atma jnana That much Sayyid Narada knows That's the advantage of satsang That's how you know Sayyid Swami is from pocket books and things like that You somehow come to know this So that's how Sayyid Narada is known through satsanga is the Mindo combination Kasmin Bhava Vignate Sarun Vignanam Bhavati? How did the question arise? This is what from the Vidvat, you know, Samsad, Vidvat Sabha, and all the discussions I have learned that there is something knowing which everything becomes known. So here I heard from great people like you, that's what it said here. <coughs> that I recognize that my basic problem is grief. Shoka, moha, grief, delusion is my basic problem. The reason why the Bhagavad Gita is most appealing is because it directly touches this human problem of shoka and moha, grief and delusion. And it does not take for granted the Antahagana Shuddhi, it addresses the people essentially a mumuksha. <coughs> mumuksha of course, not a samsari. Bhagavad Gita also is not useful to a samsari who wants to get some samsari gain. That's not possible. Bhagavad Gita also is for a mamoksha. Yashreyasya nishchitam bruhitan me. That by which I can eat nishchitam shreya. That you tell me. So nishreyasya he wants, of course. Then only is no value for the, uh, the this universe and this world, the kingdom of this world and the heaven. He says, you know, no value for that. But still the, the emotional problems still remain. Hamesham, ete, mama, I am theirs, they are mine. That remains. Call it asakti, attachment. So that remains. For then all karma yoga and all of this is taught in the Bhagavad Gita. <coughs> so, Shoka Nivritti Upayatvena Tatapeksham Suchayati. This is an apeksha, the expectation, the need of 
Atmanyanam, the self-knowledge is what? Shoka Nivritti Upayatvena. So that's why he wants to know Atman. So some people want, the desire for knowing Atma arises differently in different people. In Nachiketa also wants to know Atma. Because he wants to know the truth. Let us see, Narada wants to know Atma because he wants to become free from grief. And so, the this is one unique case actually in the Upanishad. Where a person approaches the teacher because of grief. In Kathopanishad we don't find that Ishavasya, Kathopanishad, Kyanopanishad, Prashnopanishad, Mundukopanishad. We don't find the shoka or shoka being the cause for reaching the teacher. Not sixth chapter, not eighth chapter of the Chandogya also. It's this chapter, seventh chapter. But this is all. Afterwards, no shoka is talked about, you know. <coughs> purely knowledge is what is talked about. <coughs> because purely ignorance is the cause of grief and therefore all you need is purely knowledge. So apparently, say, Narada is ready for everything else. So, Shrutam, therefore, Vasya says in the line in page 300, or the Zidji also says, Nanu Atma Vitva Bhavepi Upayantarana Sukh Nivrti Bhavishyadeti bhavish Asenge Uptam. Or maybe Sahit Sanat Kumara says that your problem is Shoka or grief, and that is possible. It will become free from the grief by means other than self knowledge also. To that, Sayyid Narada says here, Shrutam Agamagnanamasteva He Yasmat Me Mama Bhagavad Dreshebhyahar Yushmat Sadreshebhyahar Tarate Atikramate Shukam Manastapam akutartha buddhitam atmavita ityataha Sutam he, because I've heard, how did he hear? Agama jnanam asti. This agama jnanam. This agama, this param sampradaya says the Bhagavad Rishabhya. That is Shokam, Atmavidhi Agamagnanam, Sampradaya Paramparaya Jnanam Yasmadasti. So, this is the knowledge in the learned people. Agamagnana, Parampara Pratam Jnana. So, this is what we know by word of mouth from the teachers to the disciples. Sandhudhaya Paramparaya Jnanam Yasmadasti He means Yasmad. Yasmadasti. Yasmashrutam meaning Yasmad Agma Jnanam Asti. Because there exists the, the traditional knowledge. 
this traditional understanding or the understanding coming down from the wise what is Shrutard Shokam Atmaridhi Bhadrashebhya coming down from great sages like you Yushmatsadrashebhya by the great sages such as you and so that is why it becomes Pramana where does it come from? That is important. So, Agama also is Pramana. Not coming from any Tom, Dick and Harry, but coming from most venerable people, most reverential, learned people, trustworthy, learned, reverential. Their words carry a lot of weight. And so, he is smart, Avanyaram Astyeva. In these circles of the learned people, this is the common knowledge that the knower of the self goes beyond the grief. Tasmatma upayantaram shoka nivrutto sampadyadeti sheshaha Deva shoka nivrutto for becoming free from grief upayantaram na sampadyate There is no other upaya. There is no upaya means other than self-knowledge for shoka nivrutti, for freedom from greed. <coughs> so because this knowledge exists or because this understanding is there coming from the learned people, that everybody knows. There is only one upaya, one means for shoka nivrutti, that everybody knows. And what is it? Self-knowledge. Everybody knows means those are exposed to that sampradaya. Atikramati goes beyond. Shokam Manastapam. What is Shoka? Manastapa. The suffering of the mind. So, the mental agony. That's what everybody has. What is, where does that agony come from? Akrutartha Buddhita. See, what a perception here. Akrutartha Buddhita. That I'm akrutartha. I'm not krutartha. I'm not fulfilled. I'm not satisfied with myself. I'm not satisfied. So this sense of dissatisfaction with one's own self. That I'm not really done what I should have done in life. I'm not achieved what I should have achieved. I'm not known what I should have known. I'm not attained what I should have attained. That sense always remains in the background and therefore as long as that sense is there that is what causes grief so I am the cause of my own grief because I see myself as an inadequate person Krutarthada the sense of adequacy that I am adequate that I am alright as I am if that sense is there there is no grief the shock or the grief only arises from a sense of inadequacy about one's own self. That's what causes manasantapa. That's what causes the mental agony, grief, suffering, pain. Sakrutartha buddhitam. 
that gives you that self-confidence. That self-confidence which is there, which enables, you know, the person to really assert himself. It is not arrogance. That inner strength comes from the, the discovery of one's true nature. And therefore it doesn't mind if it doesn't know something, it doesn't care. He doesn't see the need of knowing anything else, then he can still push himself in anything, in any situation, without feeling disadvantaged in any way. <coughs> anyway, that, so what the, but as I say, this basic thing is there. <coughs> but what Vedanta teaches, what the truth is, that's what Swami gained from Swami Tapon Maharaj. <coughs> From here he gained inspiration about the seva. It all comes from here. So influence of two great people. From Swami Shivanandi, the inspiration about go and work, meditate and work. The meditation stuff and seva. This comes from here. And the knowledge comes from there. <coughs> so that's why Right away the knowledge has to be spread. Now that spreading business would never come from there. Chinmaya, don't chase karma, karma will chase you. So that would never come from there. Came from here. Because first thing you saw is that this Swami who is a doctor is serving a leper, serving a patient. So he is a person with heart, touches his heart. That's what made him the uh, the freedom fighter, which was a new thing to me anyway. I never knew that he was a freedom fighter and all that stuff. But anyway, although he went through whatever they showed, he's totally unknown to me. I never heard of that. I don't know if it's true or not, but it must be true, I guess. Huh? He never knew. Nobody knows. Nobody knows, you know. And then I never heard of this, you know, that you were a freedom fighter, went through the prison and stuff like that. This phase is maybe there, because they are saying it. But so that comes from that desire to serve, desire to do something. <clears throat> and he must have found that these fellows, all spiritual people are not doing that. And so the spirituality which does not come out as uh, the, the service of the human beings is no good, no, no, no good. The book knowledge is throw Shankar Rashi. <laughs> People would be shocked. This is what I am talking But this is what it says. My people will go to the masses and spread this. Spreading knowledge is for what? To help them uh, come out of this tamas, of the darkness. So, this is, uh, so there is a combination here of the two things. Of Tapavan Maharaj and Swami Shivanandi here. And he was the right person for that. Because there were people who were with Shivanandi only, he never went there. Tapavan Tapo Maharaj. But here he had the you know, it's the most amazing combination of the two Mahatmas. Each one coming from different place. Both are wise people. And both are what they were. 
So at that time in the Uttarakhand, the three great people were most well known. One is Swami Tapan Maharaj, Swami Shivananji, Swami Vishnu Devananji of Kailasashi. <coughs> so these were the great, you know, uh, vibhutis at that time. <coughs> but as Swami didn't come in contact with Vishnu Devananji, but you know, Tapan Maharaj was there. And he needed that. Vishnu Devananji would not have worked for him. He wouldn't needed that one. Because whatever else was to be done there. So in this tremendous urge to do something, there were some other problems in there which needed to be resolved. Problems means what? That you should not go overboard. There must the basic achara must be there, the basic uh, discipline must be there, all that must be there. And so the molding, you know, came from there. <coughs> anyway, and that is how we had a product which was just, you know, out of this world. I mean, it's a rare, unique thing. <coughs> Not an ordinary person. And so glad that it brought out this and this comes out, you know, the people. Because we only see one dimension of him giving lectures. But the person, what he was uh, also has to be known properly. <coughs> and so uh, that is how the Acharyavan Purushavya, that's why we stand there. Shivananda knew what he can get from here. For now he knew what he needed also. So then he was dispatched there to go there. <coughs> so Acharyavan, that is how the recognition of the basic thing is there. Or what the human problem is. The sense of inadequacy. And what you need is the sense of fulfillment coming from self-adequacy. And that inadequacy is a delusion, a moha, not a reality. It's misapprehension. Coming from non-apprehension, avaranam from ignorance. <coughs> if this is the very basis, you know, that is always there behind everything. In whatever other things are done, you know, in all different sutras, you know, what is undress and embrace and this and that and whatever. So, all kinds of sutras were there in those days. But the last thought is thought and the next thought is not arising. That's all this is all the definition of the explanation of yoga, chitta bhutti So that is also there because of Shivananda. So in that you can see the influence of both the great people, you know. <coughs> so Shivananda had tremendous impact on him, whatever uh, you know he may say, tremendous impact. Because that's what he was. He was such a great person, you know. Thank God that he went there, not to anybody else, otherwise he would have come out as the same person. He would have dismissed everybody. With the kind of uh, commitment or the, the notion that he had gone to expose his people and whatever, if he had gone to anybody else, then he would not have found them adequate. But he went to the right place. See how, how destiny guides you all along. So all people made out for something, you know. 
So they are brought out to this world to accomplish certain purpose and they are guided that way. <coughs> to me it's not important you have the freedom fight and stuff like that. That's, you know, maybe it was there. Then he was in, he was in essays, that all I never knew. Because he was, he was raised in a very religious family and then he say he used to meditate on Lord Shiva, etc. You know, even in his childhood. <coughs> so I didn't know he was essayist. It's all fashionable stuff, you know. But anyway, so you don't have to be an essayist. You don't have to go to an ashram to expose anybody. You just went there to know what is what. <coughs> but anyway, whatever it is, the thing is, he went to the right place. Somebody told him to go there. And then, of course, he went to the other right place. <coughs> so, this was Ishwara's scheme <coughs> that this thing happened. So, Tarati Shokam Atmavit, it is the Akrutartha Buddhita. Akrutartha Buddhita. The sense of inadequacy, Akrutartha. I'm not Kurtartha. I'm not fulfilled. I'm not satisfied with myself. I'm not all right. That's what makes a person very unhappy. All sorrow comes from that. <coughs> and so, Shokam, this is what Atmavit is a knower of the person. Ataha, Yasmadana, therefore. So, Atmavit, the knower of the self, crosses grief in this manner because the grief arises from the self. You are the problem, you are the solution. The ignorant you and you look up on looking up on yourself inadequate person is a problem. And you discovering yourself to be adequate is a solution. <coughs> and so the Vasya says further. Soham Anatma Vitwat Anatma Vitwat He Bhagavaha Sochami Akrutartha Buddhya Suntapye Sarvada Tamma Maam Sokasya Sokasagarasya Param Antam Bhagavan Paraitu Atma Jnana Dupena Krutartha Buddhim Apadaitu Abhayam Gamaitu Ityarthaha Soham Sochami Anatma Vittvat Eva Sochami Yasmadimata anatma vitvashochami. Since it is the sense of inadequacy about the self that's the cause of grief, and therefore knowing the self as adequate becomes the only answer to the grief. There is no cause for grief at all. Vedana says, I am the cause. My perception about myself is the cause of grief. And therefore, what needs to happen is a change of perception about myself. And that is where Antahakana Shuddhi comes. That is where 
the cooperation of my own mind comes. Atme bhai atmano bandhu. That my mind should become my bandhu. It should become my beneficiary. Then he cooperates in making me see that I am alright. Because the mind itself all the time resists. No, you, how can you be alright? The mind usually not ready to accept the fact that I am alright. So that mind becomes favorable. It says, yes, you are alright. That is why the antahakarana purification of mind, that is what is meant. <coughs> and so, anātma vittvār bhagava shochāmi akrārta buddhya sankyapya sarvada is not that I am grieving now and then, always grieving. Meaning that the undercurrent of grief is always there, all the time, because all the time I am aware of, because I am a self-conscious being, that's the problem. The problem of human being arises from being self-conscious. The other creatures do not have grief because they are not self-conscious. If they were self-conscious, they would have been miserable creatures. Then there will be no innocence in nature at all, then it would be a different thing. But in nature, there is no self-consciousness. That's called jara. Human being is self-consciousness. And never conscious of himself. With self, an inadequate self. <coughs> never. And I'm always self-conscious because self is self-revealing. Therefore, there is always consciousness about the self. And that consciousness is, I am inadequate. So, Sarvada Shochami, I am always grieving, constantly grieving. <coughs> Santapye, so that man is Santapa, the mental suffering is always there. <coughs> That's why I try to run away from myself, by engaging myself in different activities, to avoid myself. Or, to create some kind of intoxication by some kind of a mental experience of pleasure. So I intoxicate myself and that's how I forget myself. Or I engage myself in some activity to avoid myself. <coughs> so human beings constant endeavors to self-avoid, that's, that's called samsara. Trying to solve the problem of grief in a way which cannot be solved. By avoiding myself, I cannot solve the problem. By forgetting myself also, I cannot solve the problem. So two things I try to avoid myself or forget myself. Because as our song used to the Shruti is always there. The drum. So when the singer is singing, behind him is the Shrutanpura, which drum is going on all the time. You don't hear it. When he sings the raga, they don't hear it. It's there. When the Ravan raga is complete, and the gap before the other raga is started, then you can hear them. So when one desire is complete, other desire arises in between, there is a period of time. That's when you I want, I want, I want. So that is a wanting person. Basically what I want is, I want is a wanting person. A lacking person keeps on saying, I want, I want, I want. The Shruti is always, Sarvada Santapya. 
meaning that that grief is always there in the background of everything that I do meaning that whatever I do is all done because of grief everything that I do is a result the cause I mean is result of grief originating from grieving itself <coughs> so what can I do a grieving person only spreads grief what else can he spread then I cause grief for others also I am grieving I cause grief for others also that's all we can do a grieving person spreads grief the whole world is full of grief that's all it is you know Lokam shoka hatam cha samastam. So, whole world is what shoka hatam. Is only in the influence of shoka or the grief. Vidya vyadhyavimana grastam. Lokam shoka hatam cha samastam. Vyadhyavimana grastam. What perception, you know? So, vidya vyadhyavimana. That's all there is in the world is vyadhyavimana and abhimana. Shoka hatam cha samastam. <coughs> so, it is santapye sarvada. Had it been an occasional thing, then you could have said, all right. If grief came now and then, but this doesn't leave me. I just can't get rid of that. Tammamam shokasya, shokasagarasya, param antam. Grief is what? Shokasagara. It is ocean of grief. Param antam. May you take me, may enable me to go to the other end of this ocean. Bhagavan Tarayato may the Lord, the Venerable Sir Tarayato enable me, make me cross, make me reach the other shore of the ocean of grief. How? Atma Jnana Urupena. So, Urupena Atma Jnana Chena Plavena Diyavata. Abhichedati Papebhya. Sarabhya Papakruttama Saram Jnana Plaveneva Vrijanam Santarishyase So Jnana Plavena By the Plava means by the boat or the raft actually of, of the knowledge enable me to cross this ocean of grief. Atma Jnana Urupena Krutartha Buddhim Apadayatu So what is meant by enable me to cross the grief? Krutartha buddhim apadayatu Krutartha ta buddhim That I am Krutartha That buddhi or this knowledge This sense Call it experience, call it knowledge, call it whatever you want But then therefore this feeling or this discovery on my part that Krutartha hum, that I am adequate Apadayatu gamayatu abhayam gamayatu so this grief is causing all kinds of insecurity and fear in me. That's the same thing. You call it grief, call it fear, call it insecurity, call it what? <coughs> so there was abhayam pradishtham in the way you call it so abhayam vajjanaka praptosi. So sometimes abhaya. <coughs> so call it fear, call it grief. Abhayam gamayato. <coughs> so this is how Sage Narada 
appeal presented himself to Sage Nakumara. <coughs> Then the Mahasya says further, Tam eva muktavandam hovacha advaikincha etata adyadishthaha aditavanase adhyanena tadarthajnana upalakshade Jnātavān asī ittyetata nāmai vaitata vācā nammanam vikāro nāmadheyam idhishrudehe Tam, to him, to Sage Nārada, eva muktavantam, Sage Nārada, who was, who expressed himself in this manner, Soham Bhagavad Shochami. That I am grieving not only Shochami, Tamma Bhagavan Shukasya Param Taradu Iti. That may the Venerable Sir, please enable me to go beyond the ocean of grief. So I am grieving and I have come here with this trust that you will be able to do you so what I you'll be able to give me what I need or help me with what I need. That shows is Shraddha. Satam Maha Bhagavan Shukasaparam Tayadu. When will you say that? Please enable me to go beyond this grief. I know that you can. Bhagavad Rushabhya. From great sages like you I have heard. Who are those great sages? Those who are Atmavid, those themselves are the knowers of the self. So from the wise people like you, I've heard. So those who have the knowledge of the self from there, I've heard. Because who else can say that the knower of the self goes beyond grief can be saved by the one who has gone beyond the grief, by the one who has known the self. So Bhagavad-Rushebhya, from great sages like you, who are wise people, who are the knowers of the self, from them I have heard. So it is trustworthy. So Bhavadrushebhya means what? I know that you are one of those. And therefore, so not only you cross the grief, but then you are a tea acharya. So will enable me to cross the grief. So Shrutriyam and Brahmanishta. So one who knows the self is Brahmanishta. One who can help others to cross is called Shrutriya. That's how you understand. This most terrible ocean of grief, those who crossed. And help others also cross. <coughs> so that is an acharya. So acharya is thapayatyabi, swayam acharya yasmat. So one who himself practices it or abides in it and helps others also to do the same thing. Therefore, <coughs> Bhagavan, Taharayatu, Bhagavan, please help me do that. Tam eva muktavantam. So here is a here is a jignasu. 
who not only needs the knowledge but he is also shown the shraddha shown the trust that i am in the place where i'll be able to accomplish what i want that my need will be fulfilled here so now when the teacher sees a disciple like that so not only he wants to know but also is sure that he will get the knowledge here he is in a, is a place where the knowledge will come otherwise you want to know that he is an interest all right fine you go there but now i know that i come to the right place satyam eva muktavantam sri narada who is saying in this manner who vacha rusim sri satkumara sai yadvekinchedat adhigishtaha hey narada whatever it is that you have studied adhitavanasi adhyanam smaranam knowing reading but here yeah, studying whatever you have studied so adhyana tadartha gnana upalakshade because it is it is expected when it said that so one should study the vedas of one own branch swadhyaya hai adhyetavya hai one should study the veda of one's own branch it is expected that he must also know the meaning of the vedas so first the vedic teacher will ask him make him memorize the whole text and then explain the meaning of the text along with that grammar also is taught vedanga also taught and then the meaning also is taught so it is understood that not only says narada knows can recite this text and then we decide it but then he also knows the meaning of what he recites <coughs> what meaning the textual meaning so in our language vachyartha he knows adhyana tadartha gnanam upalakshade therefore ज्ञानी It's only in name. Madhi Varshagyan. I know the meaning of all the texts. How do you say that? There's no no words. Vacharamram, Vikaramandem. It is Shude. Because you know the meaning as Vikara. So Varshagyan is karma karyam Vikara. So whatever is the effect of karma. That's why the second Tika Gana said karma also means the object. so karma karya means that knowing anything is an object so this text reveals both object and the subject so you know the object part what the objects this text all reveal that you know and that's all vikara and there are it is mithya so you know only the mithya aspect of all the what this text reveal <coughs> so vacharamanam vagaramanam only hanging on the speech originating from the speech speech here means the words originating from the words as well as the words that's all 
and they were call it nama call it word nama that's all you know are the words that's all you know that's a very bold statement you know to be told to say narada who knows everything and this teacher says hey you just know the names <coughs> so that shows this strength you know that where he is coming from <coughs> so young man see me tomorrow evening i am busy see me tomorrow evening that's all and so he may say he also saw him otherwise he got some sales somewhere else he may gone is i don't want to see you but then here he stayed to see him the next evening and then stay and stay and stay <coughs> so that's why it says naam evaita this is all name that's all it is <coughs> now the tikakara narayanendra abhinav narayan says in the line number 32 addigishta naam evaita yatra ekam naam so the word naam arises in several places you know, more than once yet yet we can say that dhikishtaha naam eva etat so word naam is used once there first time when you go to the next passage naam varugvedah word naam comes again there and in the end of this fourth passage naam eva etat again the word naam comes third time you know so it looks like word nama is repeated and repeated is it punarukti so this tikagara explains that addigishta nama evayati tatra ekam nama padam so word nama is first time occurs here nama evayata nama vai rugvedah the beginning of next passage nama vai rugvedah word nama again occurs second time same nama atharvaya ayurveda means the nama occurs so anyway they don't use the word nama again so nama vai rugvedas then sarva deva janavidya at the end nama evayata at the end of the fourth passage idu trutiyam nama padam vartate this word nama or the padash word nama appears here three times idu trayanam उपलक्षते so here word naam naam eva etat means so artha gnana so tatasya prasamena naapadena rugvedadi arthasya so artha gnana upalakshade naavitarekena vastuta avavat mithyatvam pratipadyate vacharamnam vikaranamadayam means mithya so naam eva etat when it said prasamena naapadena ऋग्वेदादि अर्थस्यसु ऋग्वेदः यजुर्वेदः ऑल ऑफ दैट यू नो यू नो द अर्थ ऑफ द मीनिंग आल्सो नाम वितरेकेन वस्तु अभावात दैट मीनिंग दैट यू नो इज मोर नो मोर देन द वर्ड इज वर्ड एंड द मीनिंग सो मीनिंग ऑलवेज एसोसिएटेड विद द वर्ड नाम एंड द अर्थ सो पद एंड अर्थ दे ऑलवेज गो टुगेदर 
When Pada is there, Artha is there, Artha is there, Pada is there, therefore they cannot be separated, they are one only. So the Artha that you know is no more than what the Nama word can reveal. So the Artha that you know is nothing but word. Only when you know Lakshyata, it is something different from the word. That's why it was said that Mantra Devasmi, you know the word meaning which is the same reality as a Nama and word is Vikara, so that also is Vikara. But when you know Lakshyartha, then it doesn't have the same reality. This is Mithya and that is Satyam. So through Mithya you have to know Satyam. The Rugveda, the Artha, that meaning is not different from the name. Meaning, any meaning does not exist in absence of name. Abhava Matra. Mithyatam Pratipadyate. So the Artha, which does not exist separate from the word, is Mithya because it does not have an independent existence. The Artha, the meaning, is totally dependent upon the word, dependent upon the word, therefore it is Mithya. So whatever enjoys a relative reality is Mithya. So why did it say Vaira? So why was it say Nama Vaira? That's all you know. So giving him a shock or what? Just Vairagyasam. So just let it go. So whatever is the meaning of these words is all Trigunya. The whole samsara is the meaning of these words, Rukveda, etc., is all Mithya. For what? Therefore, don't hang on to that, just let it go. So, Vairagyartham. So, thus there is a great purpose behind what Sanat Kumara says, Namayavayata, is that, is Mithya, which is what? To be let go. So, whatever the words, the meaning, uh, word meaning is there, which is the whole creation. So the whole universe is created from the Veda. So all the Artha is created from the Shabda or Pada. And so that Nama and Rupa, Rupa is no reality apart from name, Rupa is no reality more than the name, and name itself is perishable, so Rupa also is perishable, all perishable. And that's the cause of grief. So, Vikara is the cause of grief, therefore, Vikara has to be dropped, so Vairagyartha. That can be one meaning. Yadva, Prathamena, Namapadena, Tadarthasya, Tadvidarekena, Avamatra Muchat, or Mithyatam is not said. All you can say that, all it means is that Namayavayatat. Meaning that the meaning has no existence apart from the word. So that's all that is that is that much is said by the first word nama. Artham hitva tasyupasatvaya Navyatarekana Artha Navanasti Artha Sarvabi Namayavatas. Therefore, there is no thing separate from Nama. So don't go into the Satya Mitya thing. Artham is a meaning, is not separate from the word. Therefore, don't worry about the meaning. When you hang on to word, the meaning comes along with it. Therefore, meditate upon the word. That's enough. The meaning will come because the meaning does not exist apart from the word. So, that the Martha, the meaning, has no existence apart from the word. Therefore, Artham Hitva, therefore you need not worry about the meaning. 
So, me only concentrate upon Nam or the word, that's enough. The word, therefore, even when you recite Om Namah Shiva, just concentrate on the word. Because the meaning is included in the word. Therefore, upas, Upasana is of the Nama. So, that's why all the Hari Nama is given to us, for Upasana. That is Rukhveda, that is okay. Then later on it was made more sweet, you know. Why? The Nama is what? Rama, Rama, Krishna, Hari, etc. So, Nama, Artham, Hitva, Tasseva, Upasatvaya. So, the Artha is no, no, does not contribute anything more than Nama. Therefore, focus or attention on Nama. So, meditate upon Nama as Brahma. So, Nama Vitarekana, Artho Nama Nasti, Artha Sarobi, Nama Eva. All meaning is included in the word. Therefore, Atta Tasmin Upasate, Sopi Upasita Hedi. Therefore, when you meditate on the name, the meaning is already meditated upon. Piti Nama Upasamati. Therefore, as far as meditation is concerned, name alone is enough, Nama is enough, the meaning, don't have to separately meditate upon the meaning. <coughs> that could be the meaning here. So, Dhiti so, Nama va Rukveda Dhitiyena Rugadiyena Prasidhya Nama Atma Kattvam Sadhyate Natu Mithyatvam So, where is this Nama? So, Rukveda. So, first whatever you know is name. So, meditate. Many used to meditate. What is that name? Rukveda, etc. So, Rugadiyena Prasidhya Nama Atma Kattvam So, Rukveda is known as Shabdatmaka, the nature of Shabda, which is Nama. So, that's what the second word Nama means. That you meditate, first word Nama means meditate upon Nama. Which is in Nama? Rugveda, etc. Is that Nama? <coughs> so, Mithyatvamna Sadhyate, this word Nama is not meant to, to suggest the Mithyatvam, but here for the purpose of Upasana. Tathatve, Vakshimana, Brahma Parikatva, Anupattehe. If Nama is Mithya, then it cannot become the Pratika of Brahma. So, Mithyatpam is not the intention here. That Nama, Rukveda itself means, first is meditate on Nama. What is it? Rukveda itself is Nama. So, meditate upon them as Brahma. Trutiyena, Rugadiyena, Namatva Muktam, Upasamriyate. So, Nama eva etata. The Rugveda, is Nama, all of this is Nama. Supasamrita, Upasamhara. Never conclusion. So, therefore, Upasamhara is not Punarukti. Upakrama and Upasamhara. Upasamhara also is in keeping Upakrama. So, you repeat what you said in the beginning is not Punarukti, it is Upasamhara conclusion. Upasana Vidhanartham. So, Nama eva upasvayati, for enjoying upasana, therefore, it is concluded here that all of this is name. It is na pundarukti, therefore, even the word Nama is employed three times, is not pundarukti, is not repetition, doesn't mean the same thing, it conveys something different in each case. Okay. <coughs> Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate 
पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादाय पूर्णमेवावशिष्यदे ओम शांति 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 शंकरं शंकराचार्यं केशवं बादरायणं सूत्रभाष्यकृतौवंदे भगवतौनःपुनःश्वरोत्मे मूर्तिभेदिभाोमेहाय दक्षिणामूर्त नम ओ शाति 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 हरि ओ श्रीगुरभ्यो नम हरि ओम